As a student of Bucky Fuller, I have found his core foundation of self-disciplines very inspiring. For reference, see Critical Path, Chapter 4. Late last year, I resolved to form my own set of self-disciplines. To be clear, this is not the first time I have created a list or a code to live by. The distinction is that this is the first time I have, in my increasing maturity, created a list that I know in my heart resonates with my highest values and that I hold the highest commitment to. I was determined to keep this list as brief as possible and to have it be part of my daily practice of review. It's no good to make it and then throw it in the drawer. For many years, I read this list each day and checked that I honoured my agreement with myself. If I could not honour this agreement to myself, I watched as my self-esteem eroded and I became a person I could not trust. Hello, this is Christine McDougall and this is Sunday Centropy for February 11th, 2024. And the topic is the power of discipline, your key to freedom and success. Discipline means disciple unto the self. Disciple is a pupil to learn, to take apart, to grasp intellectually. An important distinction to make about discipline is that to truly be a disciple unto the self, we need to discriminate between one, when to do what we have said we would do, because to not do so would be failing ourselves and others, and two, when the body, mind, soul would better be served to take a break. There is a fine distinction between discipline and obsession. Obsession is when the mind and ego is in control. Discipline is when the self, our highest wisdom, is heard and acted on. Learning to distinguish between the voice of the ego and the voice of the highest self is one of our journeys as we learn to honour the self. These skills are critical in our personal development. Show me anyone who's achieved anything significant without a healthy dose of discipline. Many people find discipline abhorrent. The search for freedom is such a big deal that we have forgotten that the complementary pair of freedom is discipline. They are the two sides of a single coin. If you want more freedom, consider yourself disciplined. This is a place to start if you want a foundation for leadership development and to be a better leader. Here is a list I now have as my core self-disciplines. I will go through each one briefly, explaining what they are and what they mean to me. They are in no particular order. Each one is significant and synergistic. Clean communication. Number two, daily exercise, maintain my health. Number three, spend less than I earn. Pay cash only for personal items. Number four, learn thoroughly from my mistakes. Number five, be in gratitude. Number six, give more than I take. Number seven, be open and receptive. Number eight, impeccable integrity. Number nine, Gravitational attraction is my marketing plan, giving massively to more people. Number 10, say no to anything unless it is an absolute yes. I'll now just go through them and explain what they mean. Number one, clean communication. This means that there is nothing I still need to say to anyone at any time. 
I have no residual upset. Nothing about another person's actions or words bugs me on any level. For more on this, see the article in the show notes. Number two, exercise daily, maintain my health. This one is easy for me as I have been practicing health and self-care for 35 years. However, I must keep this on the list as I also get to look at the multiple ways I maintain my health. Good food from local suppliers, great sleep, great company and emotional support, plenty of exercise that makes me feel good and happy, keeping my weight steady and dining only in venues passionate about good food. These are some of the components of excellent health. I feel vital, alive, and energized. I have had to adapt my approach significantly as a postmenopausal athletic woman. Number three, spend less than I earn. Spend only cash for personal items. This one has been an Achilles heel for me in my youth and many others as evidenced by our current global situation. How easy has it been to pay for things by credit? Enough. We have to learn patience, restraint, and what enough means. I have zero credit cards and have maintained this status for nearly 15 years. Number four, learn fully from my mistakes. Mistakes are the way we learn. They are the good guys, yet we often see them as the bad guys. They become bad guys if we make the same mistake repeatedly. To take the time to review mistakes, understand our process in making them, and be sure we do not need to repeat the mistake, this is a worthy investment of time. You will know when you have the lesson, because there will be zero residue. No guilt, shame, embarrassment, upset, anger, angst, all gone. Very liberating. The only way to live. Number five, be in gratitude. People I admire most, alive or dead, speak about gratitude and the daily practice of gratitude. When I started this practice, my life felt hard and I had to work to find gratitude. Gratitude is easy to do when you have great days. When the commitment to gratitude is challenged, it is in the harder days, weeks and months, when you are miserable or have endured suffering. We can always find gratitude. We breathe, think, and have sunlight, a cool breeze. As a runner, I am always grateful for being able to walk and run. Those times when I am injured and unable to run or walk without pain remind me of the simple pleasures of running and walking freely. We have so much to be grateful for, simply for being alive. My life is in gratitude, the practice so close to my breath. Number six, give more than I take. Generosity of heart, mind, and spirit is worth cultivating. There is a significant distinction between givers and takers. Persistent takers suck energy. Their gluttony for certain things indicates a broken part of themselves that seems forever unfulfilled. Some givers also have to learn to take. They can find receiving unbearable, indicating a part of themselves that feels unworthy. I aim to be mindful of giving more and ensuring I do. Giving comes in many forms. A kind thought, a smile, a compliment, physical gifts, time, energy, a prayer. I am also very clear about not allowing myself to be exploited, 
exploiting others or standing by as others are exploited. Number seven, be open and receptive. An open mind and open heart require vigilance to maintain. It is very easy for us to shut down. We either shut down our thinking and live in righteousness or shut down our hearts and block expansiveness and love. We could also shut down our bodies and withdraw ourselves from the world. As we mature, we need to learn about discrimination and when it is wise to build some boundaries and protections. Not every message out there is healthy for the soul. Distinguishing between messages sent with love and to add value and messages sent to harm and overpower is an integral part of learning about being open and receptive. Number eight, impeccable integrity. The practice of integrity is multifaceted. Integrity means wholeness. To live an integrous life means to live in truth at every level of self, expressing ourselves as we were designed. On the micro level, it means no overt or covert lying. It means what we say to ourselves and to others is what we do. It means taking the highest road possible. When we look into our eyes in the mirror, we know we are in truth. Number nine, using gravitational attraction as my marketing plan by giving massively to ever more people. Gravitational attraction is about increased mass. I don't mean literal physical mass, but metaphysical energetic mass. The more we live with impeccable integrity and all the other self-disciplines mentioned, the more mass we have. And the more mass we have, the more attraction works. This point speaks to marketing at the individual level specifically. No matter what work you do, self-employed, employed, etc., you need a personal marketing plan. Gravitational attraction also works for businesses and companies. It is the invisible difference that makes the difference. Some very subtle seductive marketing methods appeal to our greed, loneliness, or desire to be rich. We read their long spiels and say yes to something we actually don't want. Bucky refused to market at all. While I do think his choice was extreme, and he did so consciously to demonstrate how universe would support him. Integral marketing allows for people who want and need the service you are offering to be able to find you to make a clear choice that is in their highest interest. It means offering more value than people expect and building relationships through generosity. Simultaneously, an explicit acknowledgement of the value you have to offer is presented. Number 10. Say no to anything unless it is an absolute yes. When we are in complete alignment and every cell, muscle and heartbeat says yes, then go for it. Anything that is not this needs to be put on hold and worked through and more questions need to be asked until we reach this place of yes. This practice means we avoid the experience of if only I had listened. It also honors our spirit and infinite wisdom. Bucky's self-discipline and mine are different. When I decided to write my own set, I wanted to choose ones I could honor and knew I would keep. I have shown you my choices to inspire you to create your own. If you have had less discipline until now, choose one as your starting place. Be sure you 
choose with great consciousness and intent and then stick to it as if your life depended on it, for at the soul level, it does. Remember, these self-disciplines allow your best self to become present everywhere, all the time. A postscript update. This article was written in 2009. These self-disciplines have been my constant companions since then. I can rely on me to hold myself to them. They are my ground of being. My commitment to these self-disciplines has allowed my life to become what it is now incredibly purposeful, filled with love, joy, and prosperity. I love answering your questions. So if you have any questions for this episode or previous episodes, please visit centropic.world forward slash podcast and click the orange button. Hi, Steve from Melbourne here. And my question is... Hi, this is Robin from warm and sunny Tanzania. My question is... Good morning. This is uh, Michael Freiber from Germany. My question is... Hi, this is Colleen in the Netherlands. My question is... Hi, this is Cindy from beautiful Cambridge. Hello, I am Paul Epping from the Netherlands. And my question for the podcast... Bonjour, my name is Dorothy from Brussels, Belgium. Hi, my name is Ivan from Cali, Colombia, but I'm living in Bali right now. Uh, so my question is... Hi, I'm Rochelle Armstrong from North East Victoria, Australia. My question is... Hiya, this is Lorraine in Montreal, Canada, and my question is... And that completes my question. And that completes my question.